Senior game designer. Senior game designer. Senior gamesman. Sev gamesman. Sev gamesman. Oh, yes. So good, man. <laughs> good gamesman. Good gamesman. Great good gamesman. Senior. Senior good gamesman. That's awesome. <laughs> so, uh, what's, your, what's your title at this company? Uh, senior wow. Good <laughs> Shit. Hey, welcome to episode 39 of Front Seat Gamer. I'm Nick. I'm here with Severn. Hey. And Blake. Hey. How you guys going? Good. 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 It took a little while to get in there. It did. We've we've um, attempted this intro a There's number a of times. There's a few of the engine. Um, some people were disruptive, insubordinate, churlish. Um, uh, how are you, what have you guys been playing? <laughs> uh, <laughs> playing Blake, anything? Oh, I, dude, I've been playing way too much Rocket League. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I Still, clocked, is, have they updated it? Any new stuff? The, yeah, they, they did. And you know, I checked Steam and I put over two hundred hours into that game. Whoa! It's a, yeah, it's fantastic. How many hours does Steam say you've put into um, Grand Theft Auto? About thirty. Really? Yeah. Steam. I find Steam's like played hour thing quite untrustworthy. Yeah. There are some games that I feel like I've literally put like 200 300 hours into and it's just like 17 hours hmm. and i'm like yeah nah like team fortress 2 for example i put hundreds of hours into that and it's like yeah you've played 30 hours oh man like, oh, well there's there's games like uh dark souls that i'll leave it on the start menu for ages and right. like walk away and then come back and so that like changes the the, yeah. play, the amount played yeah i don't know how they track it it's it's yeah. real strange um, Wouldn't it just be a simple when it's running? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that's what I would have thought. Yeah, that's what I think. Yeah, I, I assume they have to report to the server every so often, and maybe if you've got like network, yeah, network issues. Yeah, actually, probably. Yeah. So Ro- Rocket League, it, it's still good. I I really enjoy that. Oh, new season started up, so oh, we're yeah. all um unranked right now. So we're just all trying to get placing. Are there prizes at the top? Or is there like is there a reason to rank up? There, there might be. I think it's just for, you know, they're going down that whole uh, microtransaction hats approach. And so yep. you actually win, like... You win hats for yeah. your car? Yeah, you car hats. Cool, cool hats. And um, different, like, nitro boost skins or whatever. Nice. Do you ever see, um, like, with the skins and stuff, do you ever play against opponents and you see their skins or their effects and be like, damn, I want to get that? Uh, no. Yes, no, so yeah, that's what I thought. I don't really care. <laughs> I think it's that. just for you, right? Yeah, you, is, you just look at it and go, damn, I look good. But they are doing some cool things where, okay, before when, you, when you'd win or a team would win, um, it would just, dis, like, it would display the results and then it would just load up into another game. Yeah. Now, when it loads into, it, when it loads the results, you know, the scoreboard, it actually has the, the winning team, like, displayed on screen, full okay. screen, actually. And you yep. can actually jump around and, like, spin in the air. Uh, so cool. it's like a podium type thing, right. but with your cards. And it will actually, like, rank you and, and yep. say what kind of, like, how you played throughout oh, the cool. game. That's pretty neat. 
Yeah, so uh, you know, so you can where to like show off jump cast. around and stuff, and you can, yeah, you it. do flips. You, Dude, that's you, cool. You're static, you, you're yeah. like in in place, but you can jump around. You do flips. Oh wow! A lot of people like to spin around in circles while boosting. Yeah, and look like a rocket or something. Oh man, that's cool. I like that. Yeah, so they're, they're doing some really cool stuff there. Yeah, nice new tracks. O- Overwatch has a similar thing where it shows the winning team, and you can buy poses oh, winning okay. victory mm. poses so you can have different like poses for yeah. your victory i was gonna say it would be interesting if in rocket league for example you could get you could buy a specific victory like word yeah or something so it's like winner and it's all bright orange because you like orange <laughs> or something you know like yep get a mascot yeah something <laughs> that'd be you know and, and you get to shove it in your opponent's face so so uh, you were saying um before that uh there's some like interesting updates coming with like there was the the ice hockey one yeah and i think you said there was basketball yeah basketball came came out like a month ago that's I think. crazy basketball is crazy basketball is really different because you know soccer is just played on the ground it's yeah. cool if you just roll up roll, roll the ball around because yeah. the goal is on the ground yeah but the way they did um basketball is that there's a ramp in front of the hoop oh, okay and so the ball if it's actually rolling it can actually roll up the ramp, but you can't actually make contact with this ramp. It only um, oh. affects the ball. Huh. So you just drive through it. Yeah. yeah. Oh right. Yeah. Okay, I get it. So and, and yeah. so there is a massive hoop. Yeah. And yeah, it's just basketball. Uh. It's it's cool because um, you can. It's all about double jumping. So so it flips the whole Rocket League thing on its head, because it's all like, you know, in the air now. Yeah. So um, a game like League of Legends, um. They have their standard mode, which is like 5v5 in the three-lane large map. Mm-hmm. And they had a 3v3 mode that was uh, not nearly as popular. And then they introduced, uh, I think it was called Dominion, which was another uh, 5v5 mode around a, on a circular map that was around capturing points and accumulating points. Um, That's cool. With the, um... but, but ultimately, that like that was not nearly as popular as well they kept introducing they, they they kept trying new game modes um that didn't ever really seem to catch on and like, didn't garner enough support for them to keep supporting it did they with the 3v3 was the map changed yeah different map. like how, how what was it much smaller less lanes that kind uh, of thing? entirely new map two lanes um much smaller yeah and okay. it and it, it also changed fundamentally changed the game balance because like quite tanky characters do well mm. when there's fewer players yeah um so in a game like rocket league i'm curious with the introduction of like the basketball mode mm. have you noticed that like is that an extremely popular mode or is the standard soccer mode super popular and yeah. this is just like a niche yeah a do the, players do the, it when the, they're bored whatever the ice hockey the basketball they're all like secondary they're, yeah. they're kind of garbage you know if you really want to play competitive rocket league you want to mm. just play the normal yeah like fields it's what? interesting what do you think is next? Is it rugby? <laughs> Shit, egg-shaped be. ball, I, dude. I think <laughs> pool. I think rocket league is fantastic. Just you know, as football. Here's one. Yeah, darts, and you have to run your car into the dartboard. Oh shit! Bowling. It's bowling Watch actually. In there. Oh, bowling. And you've only, and you you've just only run. got boost up until the line, and then you have the coaster. Oh man, <laughs> I'd play it. <laughs> yeah. Um, skateboarding. It's just a half pipe. Oh, shit. <laughs> Ooh, that would be cool if you had to do tricks and stuff. Yeah, yeah. that'd be neat. Except it's solo, so it's a bit weird. So that game's interesting. I'm I'm glad they've got that victory screen because if they're trying to micro monetize through microtransactions, it seems like that's a 
that's a game where you're looking at your character far, far, yeah. far more, like mm-hmm. and in much more higher detail than anyone else's. A game I'll use League of Legends again as the example. You you see your opponent uh, constantly, and you're you're sharing a lane with like an opponent or two. Yeah, because you're you're, lo- you're looking at them. Yeah, a and, lot more. And yeah, actually, you 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 probably look at them more, a lot more than you even look at your own character because mm-hmm. you want to make sure that you know you're aware of where everything is. Um, so it's an interesting. Uh, it's it's a I imagine for that game is quite tricky to find that balance where like this is something you want because you want it you want other people to see it when in you know when you're usually like a tiny dot on their screen. But but also it is just cool to see like to to kind of get a bit of showboating in there you know yeah but, yeah but how effective is that when when they're spend so little time looking at your opponent's cars you know. Oh well, th- that's why the whole... that's why the victory yeah, yeah. seems to be a good. I, a good I little think little um, the uh, because you can get different colored boosts and different types of like boosts and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I think those definitely like you you see your opponents boosting more mm-hmm. than like you see what hat they're wearing or what color mm-hmm. they are. Mm-hmm. So like I reckon that's probably the best way to like show off to others is just like oh man i've got like this amazing awesome boost effect and everyone's like whoa look at that boost effect dude some people do have really cool boosts and like some of the newer ones actually have musical tunes oh man yeah some guy will be passing you and playing some (laughs) stupid shame oh man so yeah that's fully a thing um do you can you change the ball no so here's an interesting idea and you know Send me some money, Rocket League developer, um, when you eventually implement this. Uh, you get to buy a microtransaction ball, and the winning team's ball is in play. Oh, shit. Or, alternatively, it's just like a, if, if multiple people have ball microtransactions, it's just a lottery between. Oh, man. Um, but, like, you could have a, a ball made of money. And it Dude, looks you like totally a cash could. Trailer money ball. Yeah, exactly, money a money ball. You could you could have, have a, ha- a hamster in a ball. <laughs> Ooh, that's I like that. Yeah. And it, it, it if it's if it's still for too long, it just does rolling around. On <laughs> it just does. Well, well, I don't think that ball is ever still, so it's just always <laughs> hamster in a ball is a great yeah. one. Um, a golf goldfish in a ball, like that would be pretty easy to do too. Could you? What about like a goal microtransaction? Could you do anything there? No. Oh, hey, or, yeah, like a victory type thing. No, I mean like your, your actual goal. Is like you get to change the color or the net or, oh, right. or whatever. I I kind of like how even a victory thing is quite interesting. Yeah, the the victory thing would be badass. Say if you hit the ball into the goal and it did your own microtransaction yeah, yeah, explosion yeah. or something. That'd be neat. Because you you like changing the goal itself is probably not a great idea. But when you mm. do get a goal, there's usually like, there's like an explosion to signal that there's a goal. Right. Yeah. So having a microtransaction explosion. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, no. like you, uh, fireworks or confetti or whatever. Yeah. yeah, that'd be neat. It feels like there's there are a lot of different. They're taking the very basic route. It sounds like to me. I feel like there's a lot more room they could mm. to to investigate ways to to allow players to customize their games in much more visually appealing ways. Mm-hmm. Uh, was that game free when you got it? Uh, it was on PlayStation Plus. Yeah, and that's how I, they got so popular, right? They they had like they have yeah they have an awesome uh, GDC talk about their success. But it was, you know, they had that. They, they attempted this like years ago on on PS3, yeah. and it didn't didn't really work out. And it was mm. kind of awesome because they tried a whole bunch of things, and Rocket League worked mm. out for them really well. Because they had that was basically the same game, right, on PlayStation Three. Yeah. That just didn't catch on for anyone. I'm 
I'm not sure what went into that first game, but the the name of it alone is enough to what was it? not. It wasn't it Rocket was like League. supersonic acrobatic something car. Oh yeah. yeah, it was. It's, Jesus, it's like twenty syllables. Oh man, <laughs> it probably had a sweet like. Uh, oh damn it! What are they called? But one of the one acronym. of the things, yes, <laughs> sweet acronym. <laughs> <laughs> one of the things that made Rocket League good, well. They they couldn't get sixty frames a second on PS3, uh, yeah, which is yeah. like so. It was technically it wasn't. It, di- it didn't look great and it yeah. played poorly. So yeah. even F Zero X could get sixty frames per second. What was happening on PlayStation Three? Physics maybe, maybe too much mm. physics happening. Oh, yeah, that, that's what it is. Too yeah. much physics. <laughs> too much physics. <laughs> too many. Too many physics. Too many physics is happening on screen. Yeah, you got you've got at least twenty physics is happening. I mean, you need to make that. You need to make that. Uh, that ball like a. a hexagon type thing yeah. oh just yeah. die dude yeah. one, one, cool, yeah. one cool thing about D- D20 or something. Yeah. one cool thing about Rocket League not it's not actually physics it's not no how is it not because what? you can't you can't actually make the like angle the ball certain ways yeah what? like physics is way too unpredictable in a video yeah that's game. why I thought it was physics because no. I hit the ball and I don't know which <laughs> yeah, way it's like, gonna go like, like your car is pretty much a cube <clears throat> yeah right and so the ball oh I see what you're saying yeah the, the, the hitbox on the car is not realistic physics yeah it's just oh, like, like okay. your car silhouette doesn't actually influence yeah, the ball yeah. in any way it's a box and you'll notice that the ball it won't actually there there are limits that, right. that it actually travels okay Interesting. Yeah, so that that was mind blowing. Here's here's you mentioned D twenty. Here's a game mode. D and D version where you, it literally is a D twenty and you're doing like combat roles against oh, man. each other. And you got like your on top of your cars you have like cardboard cut out like orcs. Yeah. That flap oh, around. Man, that sounds awesome. What have you been playing play? <laughs> <laughs> You've been playing D twenty uh, D twenty <laughs> Rocket League. Oh actually we have been Rolling some dice. Oh yeah, dude! What a seg. <laughs> oh yes. Oh Sweet yes. Seg. Let's talk about you guys have been playing uh, Kingdom Death Monster. Yeah, I believe that's what it's called. Um, now, first of all, that's the hardest name to yep. remember. Yep. I, I'm, I'm. A, it's a miracle I remembered it this time. All of us playing it could never remember what it was, and we all kept saying different combinations of those three words right. to each so, other for, like, two weeks. My understanding is Kingdom Death is, like, the franchise name, and yeah. Monster is the particular game you're playing. Yeah. Um, Kingdom yeah. Death is, like, the, the, the style of model or something? I don't know. Uh, I think Kingdom... Well, the their website is just, like, KingdomDeath.com, right. I think, and they do, like... Uh, what what do they call themselves? Like a miniature boutique or something. So right. they do, like, really cool miniatures and so stuff. my understanding is it's a... Basically, you're, you, it's a it's a party monster fighting board yeah. game, uh, but with tons of randomization and this sort of cyclical nature where like you beat a monster, you get some resources to build up a village. That yeah, helps you um, beat the next monster. Or whatever. Yeah, so it's it. If you looked at it, 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 the board is just basically a big arena. Yeah, and there are tiles that you put down like pillars and stuff yeah. in this arena, and then you you fight a monster as a team, and that sounds like pretty easy, right? And I. I Initially, I thought that's what it was going to be—just a series of uh, monster battles, yeah. right, with these characters. But then there's this whole like, there's this whole sort of storyline um, where I, I guess like the DM is actually like this book that okay. that you you go through. Like every uh, after every fight, you then start a a settlement phase okay. where you're you're running a settlement, and the characters that you have um, are not like then. 
they're not as permanent as like in D and D. Right. You in D and D, you are you are this. Person. Yeah, you you're are that character, person, and you're invested in that yeah. character. When that person dies, that's, that's it. it. Yeah. Uh, in this, like, when your character dies, you have this settlement with a population, and you take a new person from that population, and yep. then you make a new character out of them. And now you're that person. For yeah. Now you're that person, dead. and um. Yeah, and it's got like a lot of random elements and events and stuff that mm-hmm. pop up. Like, um, and it's 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 sort of I've heard it described as the Dark Souls of board yeah, games. It's, it's ridiculously <laughs> yeah, punishing, yeah. and it's it's like a lot of random stuff. That yeah, you, I, I, I believe you went mad and killed another character. Yep, I went mad and killed another character. Uh, Carl on his very first game made his character. Took time thinking up a name or awesome, like geared geared. He him called out. it awesome. Oh, I can't remember. <laughs> but get geared him out. Was like, all right, I'm ready to ready to play this. Yep. The first event happens, and uh, some mysterious like face opens up in the in the ground of the settlement, and um, Carl decided to one of you know you had a bunch of options, and one of them was to like look inside, and you roll a dice to see what happens. Mm-hmm. Carl looked inside, rolled a dice, the mouth closed, and killed him. <laughs> Wow, that was the first thing, yeah. that and that happened. was his, that was that was his first character within the first like minute of gameplay. Yeah. Lost his first character and had to start start a new one. Man, does he play every time with you? Uh, every once in a while, yeah. Okay. Is it is it the sort of the game where you you have your party, you've got your group of people, and and you wanted to stay consistent between um, plays? You you kind of do, but um, because of the whole like population thing. You yeah. can actually just have multiple people coming in and out. Like the game is balanced around four people, right? Um, and but if someone needs to sit out, yeah, someone, someone needs to sit out. Somebody else can hard. come in and they they take a, a popular one of the population, right? And make a new uh, character out of them. Um, there are times though that like if you don't play, uh, especially when the population starts getting low, yeah, where there's no more like blank canvas character type mm. things, and it's all like named characters. Uh, if you don't play. There is a chance that you may come in the next day and your character has been murdered killed. or yep. killed off because they the the group playing want to keep their characters alive and if your character is not playing yeah. then oh well we're gonna have to just sacrifice easy like, pickings yeah 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 and that that's happened uh, a few times yeah where yeah. someone has not played and then they've come back in to and, find that everything's dead yeah yeah right um, fine but it's it it's cool and the miniatures like. They are the most extreme things I've ever seen. They are yeah. gorgeous and, and and messed up. They are yeah. like, um, I don't quite know how to describe them. They they often take like, uh, typical monster tropes and then mm. sort of they have a mo- twist on them, gross them up a bunch. Yeah, add add some genitals, add some mouths and yeah. eyes, call it a day. There's a <laughs> like a there's a phoenix that is is pretty good. It's one of the biggest uh, miniatures there. So and not really miniature. Not really miniature. Just a, an average <laughs> yeah. miniature. Uh, it, it's pretty massive, and you're just like, oh yes, cool, cool phoenix. Yeah. And then uh, you, you turn around, you you turn around and look at its butt. Yeah. And there's like hands like trying to claw themselves out of its butt. Yeah. Yeah. And uh-huh. you're just like, what is this game? Yeah. <laughs> I know. Um. Uh. That one of the figures was like a tree. Yeah. Like a, a tree, and. There's like some of the branches are just tentacles. Some of them are one of the, some of the roots are just like dongs. <laughs> it's just like yeah. yeah. There's, there's some there's some really what crazy what stuff. looks like a branch or a root that we can put on there. Dong tentacle. There's some uh, spear talk, talk whatever. About, talking about dongs. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> in the last in the last uh, fight we had uh, Mark two. Um, <laughs> uh, what what what. 
Neon Spider. Yeah. Some people might know him. Yeah. Um, we, were, we were fighting a lion and uh, Mark II didn't attack. And the way it works is that um, the, the monsters have an AI deck. Yep. which uh, they draw a card from and then they, they do that. Yeah. Yep, yep. And each person takes a, con- a turn being the monster controller. Interesting. Um, uh, which doesn't really affect the game all that much. Really? I mean, um, do, you, do they get to determine like movement or anything? Can, couldn't you? Like you, you do, but um, you, you do, but quite often the card just tells you what to do anyway. Right. So, so the card will say like the target is like, the the furthest in range and you're like well i have no if you had a choice of two people who are equal distance then then you as the monster controller would then choose which one yeah uh but if usually there isn't so you're just like well that's my target doesn't this sort of potentially put isn't there a conflict of interest there when the player like one of the players is also the monster uh yeah there there is but um if you are the monster controller yeah and the monster attacks your character yeah uh that gives you um a resource called called insanity okay um which you need uh which is kind of like armor for your mind of course like so the 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 like uh the so hit points kind of thing is like uh you have like a uh, armor stuff so you ha- yep. you know you have like regular like um uh like armor suit of armor and, and yeah sure and, shirts and 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 that's that yeah stuff so not quite as protective as a yeah. suit of armor well at the moment all we've got is like jerkins and and stuff so which are not <laughs> that's that a funny word yeah but uh yeah you've got that and and they have like uh, uh armor rating and you write the armor rating down on on these like body yeah. locations yeah uh, and for the for the mind there is insanity and so um, the more insane you become, <laughs> the actual more like mind protection you have. Sure. Um, but the but the thing is, if you have if you get too insane, you you'll end up just dying from insanity. <laughs> so you want to keep like a balance of like right about so- halfway being like pretty insane, but like not dangerously yeah. insane. And like I had a character um, that had no insanity or very low insanity and yep. just died because of like mind, mind damage. damage. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, so there is an, a vague advantage to to attacking yourself. Yeah, yeah. So monster, and so but, you, if you attack yourself, you you get yeah. one insanity, which is like a little bit helpful. Um, but yeah, what, where was I going with this? Uh, so you're you're playing a, a doing a battle. Yeah, we we're doing a battle, and um, uh, when you uh, so so yeah, the the monster does its AI thing yeah. and, or whatever, and when the players attack, uh, if they get a successful attack, they draw a, a hit damage card, okay. which. Um, like has a part of the body that um, the player is is attacking, yep. and if the player, uh, it'll it'll say as well like what happens when the player is successful. Is usually um, a, uh, a a card is taken out of the monster's AI deck. Yeah. So the AI deck also works as their health. Interesting. Yeah. So it's like uh, the way it was described to me is like as you're damaging it, it's getting dumber. Yeah. It's it's losing its capability. Yeah. 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 Um, which is kind of cool, I think. Yeah. Uh, and. Uh, <clears throat> but there's also like consequences for failing. So it can, uh, if you fail to actually damage it after, um, if you fa- fail to wound it, then um, it will do like a retaliation or something. There'll be sure. some something. Usually something bad will happen. Sometimes it's nothing. Sometimes it's it's it, you just miss. Uh-huh. But a lot of the time, um, you uh, yeah, it, it attacks back or, or or something. And so and sometimes uh, if you do a crit on it, you'll get a special. Like something special will happen that's yep. usually in your benefit. 
there's uh this one there's one time uh Mark two attacked the this lion. Yep. And he atta- he, he attacked it in its fuzzy groin. Okay. Yeah. As opposed and, to its non-fuzzy groin, which yeah, is a different yeah. spot. And um so so what happened was um he he ended up rolling a crit on that. Uh-huh. Which meant that he gained the resource uh was it lion's nuts or something like that? <laughs> so he just had the had it, and then uh, what what happened then was that the lion, um, he Mark too was then marked as the um, the uh, the the priority target. priority target. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's he can the lion will always go for him no okay. matter what. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so he just started running around, right. running around the uh, keep, arena, keep keep the keeping it away. at a distance. Yeah. yeah. So this lion would just always chase him around. Neat. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I want to play this. Yeah. You jerks. Never invite me. It's fine. And join in the next <laughs> game. Um, <clears throat> so this is this is also like the, the second campaign we're doing. Yeah. And uh, do you want to talk about what happened at the end of the, the I, last campaign? I wasn't do you remember? actually there. It was, um, yeah. So the, 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 the first campaign we started, um, we basically started on hard mode because you, you get a... A, a, a choice uh, during your first settlement, setting up your settlement, if you want to uh, nurture or um, what was the other one? Like, I don't know, but it, in it, my mind, it was the Spartan. Yeah, we we called it the Spartan way, which meant that <laughs> we any child born, um, oh, it was harder to have children, but the children that were born were harder, were, hard, were yeah, tougher. Yeah, yeah, yeah like special stats. Yeah, yeah which was cool. which was sounded good at first, but it also meant that we hardly ever had any new people. Right. Uh, so our settlement population was always super low. Um, and, uh, so we were, I felt like most of the time we were kind of circling the drain of that. Um, we were barely keeping our heads above water wow. during that whole campaign. Like, um, like losing people was a real, like real blow, real blow here. Yeah. Um, but, uh, we, we, we managed to start like scraping along and, uh, we got to the Phoenix fight, which was like the biggest fight that we'd had. And it ended like really epically, like, there was a, the four of us started this phoenix like took out three of us yeah uh, I, I actually i was the last one to kill it yeah um but uh, i was i was like moments away from dying did, as did well did you create a tan butt no i didn't oh. but i did crit it okay. uh, my my weapon as i was fighting it my my weapon broke and uh-huh. so then i was like punching it <laughs> and then and then i uh i punched it uh, the last attack i happened to get a crit on uh a part of its body that uh, would instant kill it, and its head nice. its head exploded, <laughs> and and so it was it, it was a really epic like story like because you all, punched it and it's and it's one week spot yeah and it, it exploded. exploded yeah and, but like the whole the whole party gets wiped out and it's it, we're like barely scraping through and then yeah like, we finally win with this like epic as moment and we went back to the settlement only i was the only survivor and we were we were basically running out well, of time to repopulate the vi- yeah exactly that's it we had to repopulate and we only had we had like very very few people left and because we chose the spartan way uh when you roll for um you you, you basically take disadvantage on a roll so you roll twice and take the lowest yeah uh so the whole settlement um went into uh repopulation yeah uh and everybody died trying to repopulate <laughs> wow well if you're gonna go yeah, yeah. it's not a bad so way. it was like this it was like this triumphant this triumphant <laughs> victory Hooray! we all went back and we all partied Tried so hard <laughs> that we died 
<laughs> uh, so that was the oh, end of that game. <laughs> that that campaign. That's how the campaign ended. That's how it ended. Yeah, died yeah. Trying to repopulate the village. Yeah. Well, there was Did actually you check like the genders. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you might have had it impossible. There was I. There there was like uh, two people left in the settlement. They were both dudes, though. Yeah, but, but the, you still tried to repopulate. Well, no, we couldn't. I mean, you couldn't even do. You couldn't even attempt to repopulate because one of them had ruined genitals <laughs> from a previous Spoiler fight. Follow the lions. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, but that's just such a great game. It's such a great game, and it's it actually is like terrifying as well. Like you. Like that that first uh, that first campaign we were of dread. Yeah, for sure. Like cool. when every, you fight every dice roll, man. It's it's oh, it's either yeah. you're gonna do well or you're not gonna do well. So here's the thing: I when I play these sort of games where everything hinges on a dice roll, I f- it feels a little bit hollow to me because it's like I actually don't get as much of a say here. It's it's uh, you know it, ultimately it's all luck. I mean, it it kind of is, but there is a gradient. So like. Like a uh, if you roll a one, yeah, that will usually be either death or like extreme failure. Yeah, but any anything above that uh, isn't too bad. Like you don't you, you might get some like permanent injuries or something like that, but you, like it, it it's not as uh, it's not as binary. You know, it's not pass or fail. Right. Also, you have gear. You know, you're you're not rolling in naked. Yeah, yeah. but I mean, I I assume that regardless of how good your gear is, if you roll a one bad 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 things happen yeah yeah which is to me like i i mean i get those can result in some really cool moments Ooh. and like rolling 20 in, in those situations could result in some really yeah. cool moments and stuff like that but i still find it that situation where it's just like well i played optimally i had uh, the best setup i could possibly have i rolled a one and i lost yeah and that's the end of the game yeah it it, <laughs> it kind of does uh sort of suck in that way yeah but then again like the game sort of teaches you not to be so precious with your characters. Uh, yeah, it's I, it, 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 it's different to yeah. D&D in that sense where a rolling a one can result in like permanent bad illness yeah. and and you, you just have to live with it. And I, I think but, like the, the more we've played, like the more I've sort of learned to be more cautious with what I do. Yeah. Um, because uh, there are like epic weapons in that game which are really powerful. But they, they, um, if your character dies with them, they can't be recovered. And um, mm. w- one of the uh, battles we had, I sort of like charged in with this epic weapon, like very overconfidently, and got myself killed. W- when <laughs> like thinking, thinking back, I was like, I, sh- I knew I was like, uh, there was a chance I could die in this, but yeah. I was like, I've got epic weapon. Gun-ho. Yeah, I was yep. like too, too confident, and so now. Um, in this this campaign, uh, I have another epic weapon, and I'm choosing what fights to take it to. Right. And I'm during those fights, I'm also being a little more careful with where I stand in like, right. regards to that where the monster is, because I know uh, cert, like certain what certain attacks will, sure. will do that kind of thing. Mm. So you've you're. I mean, that's that is a little you, bit dark soulsy you've in that way. Modify your your strategy based on experience, and that's cool. But yeah. you'll still. There will be times when you roll one and you die. And yeah, you, for there's sure. There's nothing you can I do mean, about that. Uh, it, here's a good example: is that we had a the, our last game we um, encountered a really tough enemy. Yeah. Uh, and there is an option to run away. And throughout the whole match, I was saying we can't do this. We need to run away. This guy's like too too tough. Yeah. And then finally, everyone decided to run away. I rolled a one. <laughs> and my character died. <laughs> 
Yeah. But again, I was I didn't take the epic weapon with me because this was a brand new character. Right. This was a brand new monster that I'd never fought before. Right. And it was a unique monster too, so I was not willing to risk yeah. this like epic as weapon. So you mitigated it. your losses, but yeah. you still yeah. I mean I still lost You still a, failed on yeah. it through no fault of your own. Yeah. And that's that's the sort of thing that I find frustrating about, yeah, about this. It, like even D and D, like where I, I find it it often breaks my immersion when um, you're doing a check to see if there's any magical whatever properties around, yeah. and you, you roll a one, and then your eyes blow out of your head. <laughs> but then it's like, well, I mean, that, why that, did that happen? But that, that, that's not going to happen, right? But I mean, that's up to the discretion of the DM, right? Well, sure, like, but, if, but, if you, if you but roll... it's because of the trope of rolling a one yeah. that the DM does this, right? It's like it's it. What's more likely in in terms of like if I were if this is a, a game about role playing and the whole point is to you know immerse yourself in this adventure yeah um if i fail to find anything magical in a really critical way it should just be like well my senses are numbed for some reason yeah like I've, I've just burnt them out trying too yeah. hard or something. but, but well, you, wouldn't wouldn't but, rolling a one represent like making a mistake it's yeah that, like that's lowest. usually that's usually the way it, sh- it yes, is right? yeah yeah and i agree like, like it in, in that like situation yeah. if you make what what happens if you okay you're you're trying to negotiate. You're trying to barter with a merchant, and mm. and you you make a mistake. What form does that take? In D and D, it can mean like the the merchant. You've insulted the merchant, and he stabs you. But that's not going to happen. No. In, yeah. in 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 if you're talking like a if we're if you're picturing Game of Thrones, mm. right? You've got your character. Your character's not going to go up to a merchant and go, "Hey, you you big fat idiot, uh, give me a." All, how about a good deal for that sword? You know, yeah. yeah. It just means it just, <laughs> just means like, like I mean, in that case, it would just mean that you, you failed to uh, haggle so so badly that you ended up paying way way more than yeah, you or, should. Like or you shouldn't just, get stabbed. He just doesn't want to deal with you anymore. Yeah, you know? like there's there are more. He just doesn't like ways. the cut of your jib. And ultimately, this can come down to the D and D, like the DM. But yeah, it, because I think part of it is that there's this trope of epic failure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and uh, that to me it harms my my play experience because it's yeah. through no fault of your own yeah yeah I, if, I, if I, I said i want to insult the guy into giving me a good deal and then i roll a one totally i should get stabbed for that right yeah <laughs> i don't know Those... but i think i think the thing is the game is kind of uh, like dark souls it is kind of like designed around dying and failing and like that's that's sort of sure. part of it yeah um, and that's cool. Like I, I, I particularly, I mean, Rogue Legacy is a great game where dying is part of um, achieving success. Mm. And I love the the nature of those games where it's like you make this incremental progress, but you get a fresh experience every so often. Yeah, um, and that's really yeah. really cool. And you do, uh, yeah, it is. It does have Rogue ele- uh, Legacy elements where the way you 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 keep even if you die, uh, as long as somebody one person in the party survives that encounter, all the gear mm. is is saved. You know, right, except for any epic weapons, which makes them seems uh, not very epic for them to just vanish. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, it just makes them more um, makes them valuable, more yeah. valuable. Yeah. It makes sense to me, um, mm. and I don't begrudge them. For, yeah, it's just funny to me. Yeah, so that's cool. Uh, and you've been yeah, playing as well, right? So amazing been, game. Yeah, yeah. Um, I haven't been. I I hadn't had awesome loot as as Blake has come across. Like I, I'm barely there anymore. I think uh, we'll plan a whole. Yeah, we start in that first uh, phase. Yeah, we we um, you and me play quite regularly with that first campaign where we were just like barely 
keeping it together. Yeah, no. for, like a lot of the reasons were, yeah, we we could do this. Yeah, like, oh, we, we just. Didn't. I mean, the yeah, we we totally like so. You have a you have a choice of like uh, hunting these monsters when there isn't a actual like uh, event. There's, that there's no threat currently. Yeah. You can seek out a threat. Yeah, you can you can go hunt a monster, <laughs> and which is good because after you kill the monster, you harvest his resources and right. that's used to make stuff. Mm. Um, we'd been hunting like a lion and this uh, this screaming antelope thing. Yeah, and, <laughs> screaming antelope. And these these were like level one monsters, <laughs> yeah. right? But you there are like several levels of these like same monsters. Yeah, and so we were like, yeah, we could. We can, we can hunt take a on level, a level two lion. Yeah, level two lion. Oh, we, no. It should be easy. It should be nothing. <laughs> yeah. I think everyone died except one person. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Now, and, and and what we got in the end was only like one extra resource or something. <laughs> like it wasn't wow, even geez. worth the, worth the effort. You you've um, is, you, do you have you played many of these sort of tabletop no, dice rolly games before? Never. Is, is this one of your first ones? I've, I hadn't been. Uh, doing the D and D or anything because it doesn't strike me as the kind of game you would typically be into. Mm-hmm. Um, what did you think of it? Yeah, it was cool. Um, it, it's just it's one of those games that's fun to hang out with. A group oh, of yeah. right. So like, you think it, it was more the the people and the yeah, and, and I think the game was just an excuse to hang out and have a good time. Yeah, it's just yeah. fun bands. Yeah, and I mean the the game has like. Like the game creates so many ridiculous situations that it's just fun. Oh know? yeah, yeah, man! Nikolai lost his genitals. Oh yeah, yeah sorry, there's a lot of there's a lot of genital yeah. mutilation in this. Uh, yeah, there's like a, a lot bunch of just genitals in, in general. Yeah. I've seen the models. <laughs> yeah, there I've are. seen them. Did you want to? Do you want to tell me? Uh, do you want me to tell you about the Nikolai losing his genitals? Always. Um, this was this was just during uh so when when you go to to a hunt, yep. there's a. Uh, a tracking phase hmm. so you have this like um you have this like did he trip on his balls no it's way worse okay um you have uh you have this uh these cards that um you flip over and they have like events and you can choose what to do blah blah, blah. Yep. and then you i mean you can choose to roll a dice or not yep. kind of thing so you you know a, there's a certain amount of risk going into whatever event it is yeah um so we had one event where uh, i think we were just like camping down for the night like it was an uneventful day and you just camp down for the night and then it said roll a dice mm. and you're like you're like oh this is something something bad is going to happen here like if you roll low uh we we were all fine except nikolai's oh wait actually i was in there i i was playing a female character oh that's and right nikolai was in there he, he was playing a male character that's right yeah it said uh all male characters <laughs> yeah. roll a dice and we were all like oh shit <laughs> This is not yep. going to be good. And then, uh, yeah, so Nikolai ended up rolling low, and uh, which wasn't – ended up to becoming not too bad because he didn't, like, lose any life for it. Mm-hmm. But uh, the thing was that what? some insect – Is there really a life after <laughs> – Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, go on. Um, but some insect had crept up into the camp at night and, like, just stolen his genitals. This raises a lot just, of questions. I think the description was it was just, like – gone like there was no gore or anything it was just like there's a Ken doll that, that just <laughs> gently scrapes it off yeah also there's a little so is you up there's a little section on your player card which lists disorders and whatever uh-huh. and, and i think it's like uh-huh. isn't there like an associated depression or something along oh with that? yeah that's right <laughs> he, uh, yeah he he lost yeah. that and then he had to uh uh gain a random uh disorder mm. so there's a there's a deck of like disorders yeah. and uh yeah i think he got de- depression out <laughs> yeah, of that which is like enough. yeah that, that makes a lot of sense <laughs> yeah yeah and then he renamed his character to ken like the ken doll <laughs> yeah that's pretty funny uh, oh and an- another like another just like twist of fate 
type of thing happened was um uh Nat's character he Nat is one of the <laughs> yeah. one of the effects artists. I, I think and, I know what you're talking about. And the, he is actually his game, right? Nat he, Oh yeah, yeah he yeah. it's his game. Um which he's bought all the expansions for now and which yeah. is amazing. Um there's even a Slender Man expansion, which is nuts. Mm. Um but yeah he uh he had a character that um lost a limb. Yep. Um which was un- unfortunate. Uh he uh he attacked a screaming antelope with his fists, with his bare hands. Sure. And uh, for for failing on uh, to uh, I think failing to actually damage it, uh, the the re- repercussion was that whatever weapon um, he was using would would be eaten by the the antelope. Oh. Um, but if if there are no weapons, you lose a limb. Yeah. Yeah. So he he's he's now one. He was now one handed and can only use like one handed weapons. Yeah. Um. He gained one of the most epic weapons in the game that was bound to that character that was a two-handed sword. <laughs> and he can't oh remove it from his inventory. God. So, so it's just this empty, it's just this thing, this is keep, keep taking up space I, in his Is there inventory. any possible way to regenerate a limb? There, there is, but um, we weren't sure how. Like, we did come across oh, something once, um, I think. That, it's with the drums, man. No, I don't think it's no? drums. We did come across something once that was like regenerating limbs, mm. but uh, I can't remember what it was. All right, well let's let's move on to uh, the Oculus. Now, oh right, yeah. You have borrowed an Oculus from Chris. Yeah. Um, and you've been home this week, claiming that you've got a cold. Yeah. And you know what? You sound you, a little you can, bit. You can hear me. You sound a little you can bit coldy. Yeah. But let's face it, you want to use the Oculus. <laughs> yeah, I did. Um, <laughs> Uh, I wa- I wondered about that too because um, the the other week when I took a, a week off for vacation, everyone thought I was sick. Yeah, and now that I actually am sick, everyone thinks feeling... you're just taking the day off. Yeah, yeah, everyone thinks I'm just, just taking the time off to play Oculus. You just lazy, lazy. <laughs> yeah. <man>. Um, <laughs> so uh, you've been playing Elite Dangerous. Yeah, that's the only game I've got that will run on it, and I think that's like the perfect game for it. Too. Yeah. And you said you played it for about four hours. Yeah, so yesterday I played it for four hours solid. Jeez. I was fully immersed. I had headphones on. I had no awareness of the outside world. I had headphones on, but not only that, I found a uh, like a radio station that uh, basically is role-playing as if it's inside the um, Elite Dangerous universe. What? Yeah, like it's got... Galactic news and stuff like that—that that is, is this, actually is happening. This made by the developer, or is this I, some I think fan? I think just... it's a fan thing. Wow! But I mean, it, it just plays like uh, sort of at- atmospheric, like space music and <laughs> space music. But um, yeah, and then it's got like ads, fake ads for things that are inside the like the game. But what's cool is that um, in the game, there's like actual like it's called galnet like galaxy network news yeah um and that's a, like a real thing that's happening like the the devs you know make for for the the fiction of the game and sure. it's got like what's happening and stuff like that and there's this whole like uh some weird alien stuff is starting to show up but yep. uh i can't be bothered reading about all that even though i think it's interesting yeah uh this radio station fully just like just reads it out yeah it just reads it out nice. like this is great so yeah i was like fully immersed completely for like four hours yesterday yeah. playing it enjoyable yeah um is it would is it um a better way of playing that game i think i think it is actually okay. um the the only downside is that be it's a dev kit 2 which is not hd 
Uh, yeah, the so, resolution's quite low. Yeah, yeah. So, like, reading stuff, um, like, it, it, I think that's what kind of, like, my eyes did hurt <laughs> by the end. Four yeah. hours into it. Four hours. Yeah, like four hours into it, like, yeah, my eyes my eyes did hurt. But par- partly, I, f- I feel like maybe that's partly because I got a cold and, mm. and I'm, I'm not at 100% anyway. You also said you had trouble focusing yes. after you took it off. So that, yeah. You wear so, your glasses to look at your computer, which you don't normally have to do. Yeah, no, normally I don't need to do that at all. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, afterwards when I took it off, um, I went back to playing Elite Dangerous just normally. And yeah, I had weird, I, I couldn't like quite focus properly on, on the, on the, sc- like I could focus. It just felt weird. Like it's hard to, it's hard to describe. Um, but then I put my glasses on and like my eyes kind of relaxed. Like I think my eyes were like straining right. too hard or something. Jeez. So um, I, I got to try a little bit, just a little bit before uh, yeah. we started recording. It's unfortunate I couldn't get the controller to, work and fly you around but you got to yeah. sit why why was that was i don't just, know just, was that related to the uh i don't know like Oculus? I th- like the control my controller normally just like works but yeah. um something was in the background just messing with messing it. with it yeah so, well either way um one thing that it's just this stuck out to me when i was i think i i, I used uh screw down with a development kit one a couple years ago yeah um and there was like a roller coaster demo yeah i remember that um and the thing that stuck out to me then and today was the there's no sense of movement, which you True. obviously can't simulate, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, at least not yet. Not until there's some sort of neural yeah. plug-in. But also, mm-hmm. I mean, the thing is you didn't move. Sure. But, <laughs> you, well, I mean, so for in, – in, in, at least in the, in the context of, of um, Elite Dangerous, I was moving my head back and forth. Oh, and, sure, yeah. And to the sides and well, nothing was shifting. If I, if I had the um, – because I didn't have the actual like – head tracking thing sure plugged in and i uh, for some reason i couldn't get the head tracking to work on my computer so it like elite dangerous does have like you can lean forward yeah. and lean back and and that would help stuff. a little bit yeah but um i mean i would if i were piloting a ship i would accept uh, i would expect the sense of like acceleration yeah which you yeah. just can't pull off uh and, yeah and, even and there's then this there's this disconnect with you know your middle ear is expecting acceleration but your senses are picking up no movement so yeah. it's um you know it 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 feels very disorienting it yeah there are um well for some reason like piloting the ship itself uh i didn't get any of that weird like like weird feeling where i, okay. I felt like i should be moving right um but the thing is when i landed on a planet and actually hooned around on the in the little buggy thing yeah then for sure i i i had the that sort of sensation yeah uh, especially like looking up at, uh, I think it helps to have like uh, something to um, some, something for scale kind of thing because the the, the planets themselves are pretty empty, right? Uh, so it's just like terrain, and and sure. I I don't really get that feeling of uh, of that I should be moving uh-huh. on that. But when I'm like I was when I was like driving around my ship in a in a circle, yep. I definitely felt like I should be feeling like. Or something, or, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, 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 because I had something to kind of, uh, like, I don't know, to anchor me to the world. Yeah, kind you, of thing. You, like, you had a track that 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 helped you place your speed, your rate of movement. Basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that. That's the thing. Like, you can't really tell how fast you're going yeah. in space. And I, yeah, I don't know. I I very rarely got the sensation of like scale. Sure. Um, I did, however, 
I actually found it easier like docking with space stations okay. with the Oculus, and I think that's because I I could s- see the depth much clearer. Yep. Like I could I could more I could easily see, see how far from a wall I am away. Um, you you brought up earlier today. Um, we really didn't see much VR at E3 this year. Yeah, I thought that was quite interesting because this is the year that VR launched. Yep. And there was not really much. V- VR at uh at E3. at E3. So what does this actually mean? Like, does this, to me, this is an indication that oh, yeah. I'm right. <laughs> <laughs> I well, I think I think it's interesting because like, um, I think it's just nobody quite knows how to use it yet. Like all the all the stuff that they showed was still just like basically demos, yeah. like experiences, so, and it's like they're still trying to figure out the best way, uh. To like create games for the thing. So Vern, you look like you. Have, have yeah, I got something. Thing. I I really think as soon as it hits PlayStation, it's going to explode. Yeah. I think uh, because developers know how to get like the the hardware, but your your everyday you know guy off on the street yeah. who, who goes into whatever electronic store and picks up whatever yeah he, his he doesn't have these options and the the software is not great on pc as well yeah like it's it, not great. It, it looks like playstation actually has a huge push like yeah. in vr right now i think yeah i think uh i think you're right like just having it be able to plug into your playstation and work yeah is huge like when i say explode i mean it i i think there will be some kind of you'll definitely hear about it from like average people but I, do you think for example when it when it hits playstation mm-hmm. the next e3 after that is going to be like and here's all the VR games nah, that are coming. I think it'll be very much like the Nintendo Wii. And it'll be this thing of, it's this new experience. A few first-party developers making stuff, and that's it about does, it. Well, you already have that now. Right. Um, but it'll be a thing of, hey, have you played on this thing yet? Just with every everyday people. And then that will fade away. And then yeah. people will just realize, oh, actually, I had this Wicked Story experience on the TV. Yeah. And, and and you can watch me play through this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'm to me this sounds like you, you said that right now most of the things coming out are demos, and mm. there's some some games coming yeah. out for PlayStation. But to me, what it sounds like is there is this issue of what is this actually good for? It's good yeah. for first person games that really don't require a lot of movement. Yeah, and that is a very small niche. It's a it's a very small target to hit, and there's only a few things you can. Currently, that I can think of that you can really like do in an engaging and long-lasting way um, in that medium. Mm. I think um, I think VR is it. I, I think it'll stay in video games, but I think it has more applications outside of it. Yes, um, I agree. And, and in museums, for example, yeah, like virtual tourism. Yep. Oh man, yeah, that would like yeah yeah get like uh, museum exhibitions about like you know the 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 barbarians taking over Rome or something. Mm, yeah, even... And you can be there and see it and... Yeah. yeah. It's, so, so I, I, yeah, I see VR taking off in, in those areas. Mm. There's also, like, um, I've seen... There's, like, VR uh, locations where you can go and you put on your, your VR stuff and, and they've got, like, an actual built-with-wood-and-whatever, like, maze. Oh, the VR yeah. skins it and oh, it's yeah, ways I, and adds I, enemies and all sorts yeah. of stuff. And, like, that's an interesting application to me. Like, imagine playing... Super paintball style sort yeah. of thing where like your your all your friends are in spacesuits and 
you're in a space mm. station, your your enemy team looks like aliens, and that's that's a cool that would be application. Cool. Yeah, I mean, like yeah, laser, laser force with where VR there are headsets. real obstacles that you can see and sense in front of you, and they look different yeah. in the VR headset, but you can touch them and stuff. Mm. That I think is, is, is that, a good uh, application. Would that be more augmented reality then? Yeah, that's probably yeah. closer to augmented reality. So you're still seeing the outside world; it's just over like textured in a certain way yeah um or i mean i think the way they currently are doing it is that the the software just maps to just, a real world location oh, okay so it just one knows where you are yeah yeah um but i think those are to me the strongest applications like mm-hmm. the 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 simulation and the the augmented reality sort of yeah. um event style play as opposed to like at home yeah um yeah like that's the thing there are there are very very few games that i would be interested in like using vr for and right. like elite dangerous is one of those games like it's perfect because you're just sitting there and yep and i'll tell you i'll tell you what would be really cool that um there's that CryEngine game i forget who's making it it's, it's a very well-known studio they're making a i think it's something robinson it's that one oh. with dinosaurs oh what do you know the one i'm talking about arc no <laughs> it, they actually look good <laughs> and it's, yeah, it's made in cry engine it's it's there's Robertson in the title. Um, and, and anyway, Robertson it's, it's Crusoe a, on Dinosaur Island. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's a PlayStation game, and I think all the things that you want, like that scale reference, yeah. looking up at dinosaurs and things yeah. like that, I think that would be awesome. Yeah. So I think that well, that, that was part of the problem, though, right? If when you have this, when you have something for a reference and that gives you a frame of like a sense of how you're moving, mm. you do get that disconnect between I'm not actually moving, despite the fact that. My my visual senses tell me that I am. Oh, but I it mean, will you, be the you, same thing as you, when you were docking in the spaceship. Yeah, I mean, you, it, the feeling of like scale and being there overwhelms the any okay. sort of like weirdness your body has for what I, I should be moving. Why am I not moving? Mm. Mm. Okay, cool. But I think just looking up at dinosaurs would be cool. Yeah, like as that'd be cool. <laughs> yeah, it's just looking at sure. dinosaurs, man. <laughs> right? Yeah, go to a museum. Who doesn't want to look <laughs> at a dinosaur? <laughs> yeah. Um, Dude, you could. Oh man, what if you like talking about your uh, the the um, augmented reality like paintball, right? Oh, if well, you go to the museum instead of having an audio tour, you have an audio visual tour. Well, and, like, yes, you can but see, like, also you go to a museum oh, yeah. and you see like the skeletons of the dinosaurs, yeah, and, they and you put on the headset, on it, yeah. and then it's just re- skinned. Oh, and yeah, you're like, that would be great. That's exactly yeah. what I was thinking of as well. Yeah. yeah. Um, but also something about uh, something I found interesting that I didn't expect with uh, Elite Dangerous. Um, in the in the game, there are these. Uh, there are like your menus in the cockpit. Um, you access by uh, like looking at them. Mm. Um, and in in the without the VR, there's like shortcuts that will just automatically turn your head, mm-hmm. kind of thing. Um, but yeah, in VR, you just turn your head and look in that direction, and this menu pops up. Yeah. Uh, when I was playing without the VR. I suddenly started moving my head <laughs> to, to access these menus because yep. it was so much faster than the way to do it in with the with the uh, controller. Yeah, and I was like, oh, VR, man. With, <laughs> the next okay, with, with the VR headset, uh, are you bummed out that it's not tracking your eye movement? Um, do you know what I mean? Like, you, you're actually having to tilt your head instead of, like, gazing well, off to the corner. The field, or... the, the field of view was large enough, I yeah. think, that it didn't really... I It, it didn't feel like I was running out of like space to look yeah. at things okay. like, like i, 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 I would turn i felt like turning my head was natural yeah um but i can see where you're going with that yeah um it was that a little off-putting or uh, i didn't i didn't have a problem with okay. it like the the menus uh, i mean if, if you're talking about the like just 
eyeballing a menu and having it pop up. Mm. Like the way Elite Dangerous is set up, that those menus are so far to the sides that you do need to turn your head anyway. Yeah. Okay. Um, but I was I was definitely like you know, like piloting along, looking out the window to where I'm going, and like glancing down, mm. not moving my head. Yeah. Like looking at like the radar or or whatever. Mm. Um, so we have one question from. I'm going to move on to questions. Okay. Um, we have a question from Facebook, correct? Yep. Do you remember who? I think this was from Brandon. Um, yes, I've, I've got it in front of me, in fact. Okay, so this is the question from Brandon via Facebook. By the way, you can ask us questions on Facebook, facebook.com slash frontseatcast. You can also tweet at us at frontseatcast or email your questions at frontseatquestions at gmail.com. Um, so this is from Brandon. One of my friends recently went and played the original Bioshock, having never played it before, and loved it. He asked me why he hadn't ever played it before. My question stems from that. What games have you heard were good but never played until years later and truly enjoyed without the nostalgic glasses and even with the game having aged by the time you got around to it? Um, I'll start. Yep. Um, System Shock 2. Right. I, I came out in 1999, 1999, 1997, around there. Um, I played it in 2009. So it was, oh, wow. it was okay. very old Ooh. by the time yeah. I got around to it. Um, the graphics didn't put you off? Uh, I mean, it was not good looking. Yeah, uh, but it had some really cool stuff, and I I really liked it. Could you see where like Bioshock? Oh yes, absolutely. Was, yeah. yeah, you could you could definitely see the Bioshock lineage there. Cool. Um, in fact, Bioshock I think I played several years after the fact. Um, yeah, same same with me actually. So I really enjoyed both. Of those. Uh, did you see that there's a System Shock Kickstarter to that? I think they've got a level in there that's. Uh, uh, yeah, I heard something like about System Shock coming back. Yeah, and then yeah, um, is it System Shock or System Shock Two? Because I think it's Shock System Shock Two is the is the one. <laughs> is it the good one? People actually fondly remember. Oh wow, okay. <laughs> um, System Shock was like a sort of point and click adventure game. Oh really? Oh maybe yeah. it was System Shock Two then, because okay. they they were talking about walking around a space station and looking out windows and seeing planets and stuff. And mm. yeah, mm. Uh, System Shock Two is the one with Shodan. Shodan is the sort of original angry game AI. Right. The the GLaDOS before GLaDOS. Whoa. Interesting you say GLaDOS because Portal is my That's is an my example game. of when you yeah, played yeah. after the fact? Yeah, I like I I remember always hearing about how amazing Portal was, but I never played it, I think because I was just a poor student at the time. Right. And uh years, years later I, like I have I actually have a list of games that I feel I should play. Uh-huh. Uh, and Portal was on it, yeah. And so I played Portal like years after, and uh, yeah, I was like, "Damn, this game is really, is, really is good, really good, yeah, really good." Yeah. And it was funny because I was discouraged from playing it because a mate of mine was like, "No, I don't get that. I hear it's really short and there's no multiplayer." <laughs> I was like, "Oh, okay, <laughs> well, cool." This is why you should never have friends. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but yeah, that that's a great game. Uh, Severn, I I can't think of a game. Oh wow, okay, I. Yeah, I played Bioshock years after, um, yeah. and being really amazed at the that water. Yeah, the water effects in that great game are great. Um, but but I I haven't gone back and played uh, video games. Here's another one, Super Mario Galaxy Two. I played that uh, last Christmas. I think oh, it came right. out. Yeah, five years ago? No, couldn't be. No, no, probably about five years ago. Was Four it? Four or five years ago? Yeah. Um, and that game is a masterpiece. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it just in terms of I I may have talked about this before that in terms of like the way they can so quickly and succinctly communicate a mechanic to the player, yeah, um, is 
amazing. Like, um, there's as an example, there's a, a part in the game where you have to basically coax these like giant metal balls into a hole. I think I think they're back they're, they're chain chomps without the chains. Okay. If you're in the chain chomp factory, and um, they're made in a factory. Yeah, or on a planet, something. Um, at least in the context of this game, um, and you have to try and get them into a hole that's like far away from this sort of track that they follow, and they sort of blow up when they hit obstacles. And in about five seconds, they teach you everything you need to know about time switches. That's great. Um, and you use this that that knowledge that you learned in five seconds in a whole bunch of different ways. <laughs> it's really, really, really clever, and you learn it without even that's realizing awesome. you're learning it. Damn. I I remember hearing about like uh, some of the more recent Final Fantasies where like eight hours into the game, new mechanics are still being like Ugh. shown up on screen in a text Ugh. box. Yeah, there's when you it's it's amazing when you when you play something with like really really elegant teaching. Yeah. Um, and you and then you do like it's the to go to a game here's that is how like, you here's a text box. Socketed. Yeah. Like okay, did, did they teach you how to half apress? Is it, is, <laughs> oh, is it half apress? Oh man, uh, that's oh man. Can you do that in Galaxy, or is that just uh, so, Mario sixty four? Um, if you wanted to do the, like the the zero jump challenge, you could probably do some stuff in there. Yeah, probably. What's your best speed run on Mario Galaxy? Um, <laughs> long <laughs> six, six months. I've only beaten it once, so uh, like I don't know, several dozen hours. Uh, I'm um, sure, like, yeah, I'm sure I have other games like that, but I, I can't think of any. I bet the Nintendo games are a really good yeah. um, source for that. Like, even if you played Super Mario World at this point, mm. you're probably going to have a really good time. And that's a Super Nintendo game, so that's like, you know, 20, 25 years old. All right. I think we're out of time. Blake's coughing. Yep. Um, we would love to hear more questions. Like I said, email us, frontseatquestions.gmail.com. Uh, tweet at Front Seat Cast. Facebook or Facebook is uh, Facebook.com slash Front Seat Cast. Uh, we also have a website, FrontSeatGamer.wordpress.com. I keep forgetting to look at it. <laughs> it looks fantastic. Yeah. Blake, I, Blake, I, I Blake like his magic on there. Yeah. Yeah. He's Great. crying now. He's I'm so oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> is he so crying <laughs> because I haven't looked at it? Yes. Have I upset you? Uh, I'm so sorry. Why don't you like anything I do, Nick? Because <laughs> you don't do a good job. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, we'll be back in a couple weeks. Uh, see ya. See you. See ya. Game of Ghoulies episode <laughs> ep- episode two. Do you remember what you pitched? Feature creeps. Yeah, feature creeps is a great name. <laughs> yeah, I stand by that. So bad. I was Not reading the thing. Ghoulies. I was Come reading on. the thing, and like I had to go back a year, like going through <laughs> the chat. I was like, I know it's here somewhere. I know it's here. Feature creeps is a still like, oh, feature creep, and you were like, yeah, because like we're three like creeps. We're the creeps. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's great. It's hilarious. Anyway, here we go. You just Welcome don't. You just creeps. gotta embrace your, your inner creep. Okay. Are you restarting the timer? Yep. Yep. You good. Hey, welcome. Oh my god. Sorry. Fuck you, (laughs) Severn. What did you do? (laughs) Wrong. All right.
Hey. All right, we're ready. <laughs> I quit. <laughs> Do your own podcast. Okay, ready? All right, for real. Hey, welcome to episode 39. God damn it. You going to keep this? No, I have not just do anything. <laughs> you, <you're> like... <laughs> hey, welcome to episode 39 of Front Seat Gamer. I'm Nick. I'm here with Severn. Hey, Nick. And Blake. Hey. Uh, and what the fuck was <laughs> Oh, god damn it. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Take 74. And... Hey, welcome to episode 39 of Front Seat Gamer. I'm Nick. I'm here with Severn. Hey.